Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the MMA OB Daily Podcast. It is Monday, February 13th, 2023. The uh, the Valentine's Day edition, Marcel, of the podcast. The one day before Valentine's Day. Um, looking forward to talking about UFC 284 with you, my man. We're going to recap that card, obviously. So we'll do that for the first hour here. Um, and then the next podcast, we'll do the preview for UFC Vegas 69 on Draja Blanchfield. We obviously had the uh, main event switch up there the last second. But anyways, how's everything with you, man? Did you have a good weekend? Did you watch Super Bowl, Marcel? I did, I did. It was yesterday. What did you um, think of it? Yeah, it was fun. You know, uh, kind of a questionable call, I think, at the last moment. I, yeah. I have no, I've no, I don't know too much about it, so I'm not going to go deeply into it. But it seemed to me like a questionable call, you know, and uh, yeah. it uh, decided the game. So, I yeah. mean, yeah. What can you say? What do you? What did you think? Um, yeah, it was a great game. I mean, yeah. it sucks because I had the Eagles and they lost, but it is what it is. I, they had the win. They were winning by 10 points and half and lost. And that's the thing with football. Like, because the other team gets the ball back, if they win the toss and defer it, then they always have a chance to come back really. So I wasn't surprised, especially with Mahomes, such a great, great player, Marcel. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the call was kind of, kind of shitty the way to kind of, kind of decide the game. And the guy did kind of grab at him, but I don't like, you see that a lot, like on almost every play and they don't call it. So. Anyways, it is what it is. Kansas City is a great team. There's no problem with them winning the game. It was a great game either way. But anyways, you know what else is great, Marcel? UFC 284, man. And it was a fucking awesome, awesome card. Let me just get in these comments, and then we'll uh, we'll get into the card. We got Joe in the chat. Joe, you're Eagles, man. Fuck, Joe. I really thought they'd get it this year, but maybe next year. What's up, girls? Uh, glad to have you here, man. And thanks for doing the uh, the images again for the podcast. I appreciate that, my man. We got Antoine in the chat. What's going on, brother? What's up, boys? Personally, I think many of it was all-time classic. I agree with you. We got Glenn in the chat too. We've got a lot of our, our uh, regulars in the chat, Marcel, which is awesome. So I say let's get right into this card, Marcel. UFC 284. We'll talk about that for a bit. Uh, let's you know, overall. I, I think it was an amazing card, like especially the the pay per view portion of the card, Marcel. Maybe some of the prelims weren't amazing, but the the pay per view portion was phenomenal. Like one of the best from the top five fights. Like probably one of the best you, you'll ever see. Amazing fights. Like the main event was incredible. Yeah, a couple of sick finishes. The, the first fight was amazing too. So I, overall, the card was, was really good. But the main event, the main card, the pay per view card, was like to me one of the best like in a long time. It was such a good card. What, what were your thoughts? Because I know you going into it, I think you said seven and a half out of ten or something. But I'm pretty sure you had a higher rating after the card, right? No, I'll give it an eight. Really good. You know. Um... I think over the most parts were really good. I expected to be, I expected the main event to be good. Obviously, you know, I expected Della Madalena Brown to be fun. Tafa Porter could be hit or miss, and it was hit because it was an early knockout. You know, yep. and yep. Crude against uh, Manifield, kind of an odd fight, but a fun one. You know, and uh, yeah, and obviously the the co-main event was a lot better than I expected. So yeah, yeah, I thought it was a really good card. Man. Let's just get it. We'll start with the main event. Islam Makashev defeats Alexander Volkanovsky via unanimous decision. 248-47s, 149-46. So let's get my thoughts on the fight. First off, just one of the best fights of all time. I really think it was. It's just so high level, like so technical. And both guys were super competitive in this fight. I, I did think it'd be a really competitive fight. It was even closer than I thought it would be, to be honest with you, because I really think this fight comes down to how you score the second round. And I think for me, I scored it for Makashev, but it was so close, like that. I don't think giving it to Volkanovski 4847 is a bad card at all. So I definitely saw why people thought that out there. Um, I don't agree with that 49 46 card for Makashev because the judge gave him the third round, I think. And I just don't agree with that. I think that Volkanovski, for me, honestly, Marcel, four of the rounds were pretty easy to, to score. The first round, obviously, and uh, the fourth round for Islam. 
And then the, the third and fifth for Volkanovski are pretty easy to score, in my opinion. It just comes down to the second round, which was very close. And again, I lean towards Makashev, but if you look at the strike stats, Marcel, both had 19 significant strikes in that round. Makashev did have one takedown, but both guys had basically the same amount of control time. It was super, super close. It really came down to that round. All three judges thought that, that Makashev won the round, like I did, which I'm fine with. So I, I think the right guy won the fight, but I'm just saying I, it was so close. I really was not surprised. Wouldn't have been surprised if it was like a split decision and one of the judges thought the other way, but they didn't. Um, I do think that people saying the fourth round, going to Volkanovski because he landed some punches while he was in the uh, body triangle. Come on, guys. Like, it's effective striking and grappling. When you have a guy in a body triangle for four minutes, you win the round. Like, especially when the other guy didn't land really anything significant, quote unquote. So most significant strike came in the fifth round with that knockdown by Volkanovski and you know, someone who bet on Mahesha, that was sketchy, man. I was like, oh, shit, like, this isn't good, right? So it, it, it was definitely closer than the odds said. It, it was Marcel, you know? Like, they, it was the almost minus 400, much closer fight. I think they have the rematch. It's going to be, like, minus 200, probably half of what it was. Anyways, overall, I thought it was an amazing fight. I want to get your thoughts on it, man. But, yeah, I think the right guy won, but uh, it was such a great fight. Give me your thoughts, man. Yeah, man, great fight. Very fun. I think uh, Makashev won all five rounds. I'm just kidding. Um, no, I think it was, uh, I think one, two, and four, Makashev, three, and five, Volkanovski. Mm -hmm. I agree with that. Um, yeah, I, I saw so many people saying, like, yeah, fourth round, Volkanovski. It's like, no. he was in a body triangle for a long time, you know, and these kind of punches don't fucking hurt. You know what I mean? <laughs> Not at all. Yeah, it, these are annoying, but they don't hurt, you know? So, Nah, man, that's a Makashev round, in my opinion. So I had a 3-2 for Makashev. Um, yeah, good round, man. You see, you see at a certain moment, Volkanovski can go five for a hot round. So, you know, Makashev struggles after four. I think it was after four and four rounds, four, uh, three, three and a half, four rounds, you know. His cardio is going a little bit more down, and Volkanovski was able to take over in that fifth round. I think if there were more rounds, Makashev would be fucked. But it's five rounds, so it's, it's done. He did what he had to do. Um... Yeah, good fight. I, I think Volkanovski didn't lose any stock over this fight. Probably been more, uh, how do you say that? Got more popularity even. Um, Makashev, good for a title defense, man. People are now saying like, yeah, he fought against the featherweight guys. Come on. Um, if any other lightweight, if Charles Oliveira would have fought Volkanovski, I think Volkanovski would have won the fight. You know what I mean? So yeah, I, I don't really take that as a, as a, as a thing, you know? Um, the pound for pound thing, the thing is really simple, you know. If you put that on the line and you say it's like for it's for me, it's for if you say for me it's like to win a second title, and for him it's like to win the pound for pound title if he wins, then you cannot retract after you think he didn't want that he didn't want the pound for pound title. Is Volkanovski resume better than Makashev? I agree, you know. But if you make this the pound for pound one against the pound for pound two. And one of the two guys wins, then Islam is the pound for pound king. I don't care what happens. You know, if Falk won, he he would have got it, or we would still be it. But now Falk lost, so he's not the pound for pound king anymore. Although many people maybe think he is because he put on such a great effort. Um, overall, great fight. Um, I think I, I think this fight we can see a rematch down the line. You know, but right now I feel like Volk has to go back to fight Jair. And uh, I think Islam will fight uh, probably the winner of Charles against Benil. So uh, I hope he, he he fights the winner of Charles against Benil and that they don't sneak in McGregor, Chandler, or whatever they want to try. Yeah. But um, yeah, overall, it is a very good fight. You know, it was very competitive. Um, I think 
listen, man, Islam said I underestimated Volk's ground game, and he did, obviously. But Volk said the same thing. He underestimated Islam's stand-up, you know? So they kind of underestimate each other with their strongest part, which they thought that was their weakest part, you know? So, yeah, I think overall a great fight, man. And, uh, yeah, great fight. And yeah. I, I want to give an extra shout-out to Volkanovski being so respectful. Afterwards, when the, when the, when the audience was booing Makashev, he was like, guys, come on. Yeah, we did. This is not necessary, you know, and uh, I really respect that, you know. Yeah, I just want to get back to what you're saying about Makashev striking, dude. It looked so good in this fight, like, it looked way better than I thought, man. I thought his striking looked great. I know he got dropped in the fifth round, but overall, like, he, he definitely held his own in this camp against the guy who's a great striker. Like, think about Volkanovski outstruck Max Holloway in three fights. The guy's so good, man, or at least in two of the videos. I don't know the second fight was close, but yeah, the point is, like, his stand up looked really good. It, it, you know what, Marcel? I gotta be honest. Like, I wasn't completely sold on Islam like a couple fights ago. Like, because the run up uh, up the ladder, really, I know he beat Armand a few years ago, right? That was his best win. But like, Bobby Green and he's a decent fighter, but not great. And like, he, you know, I wasn't convinced. Like, everyone kept saying his coaches kept saying, Khabib kept saying, this guy's the best fighter in the world. Like, he's one of the best fighters in the world. I wasn't convinced to ourselves, but now that he's beating Volkanovski and Oliver back to back fights, like he definitely is up there. He is one of the best fighters in the world. Yeah. I, I think the guy's amazing. I really do. I have a lot more like respect for his game now, man. He's great. You know, you know, the thing is why listen, man, sometimes you see it very well and sometimes I, I see it a little bit different. But the thing why I was convinced in Islam is the way he finished his opponent, the way he finishes Bobby Green in the first round, mm -hmm. the way he finished Hooker in the first round, you yep. know? It's yep. like it's like not that I expect him to win, but I didn't expect him to do it in that way, you know? That showed me that he was levels above these guys, you know? And when he fought Oliveira, I was like, this is a huge step up, but still, you know, I, I think he can beat Oliveira and finish Oliveira. I picked submission round one back then. Yeah. Got him in the second round. Uh, I didn't expect him to drop him like that against uh, against Oliveira, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But uh, sometimes you see something in fighters, you know, and, and you probably had it as well with but with a certain fighter that you're like, this guy can come really far. I had it with Hanan Burrell. Yeah. Back in the day when he when he started in the UFC, when he was in WC and started in the UFC, mm -hmm. uh, when when he beat Brad Pickett, I don't know if you can remember. Yeah, that. I can remember. Yeah, yeah, of course. And he put him away so easily, back control, amazingly quick. I was like, yeah. this dude's going to be a champion, you know. And I know he completely yeah. faded after after the TJ fight, you know. But still, you know, but with some guys who have that, John Jones, I think you had that as well when you saw John Jones. You were like, dude, this guy is going to be something, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And with some guys who have that, you know, some guys who just have that. No, I can sometimes agree. it comes through and sometimes it doesn't. So. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I definitely get what you're saying. Let me get some comments here, guys. Um, John, love, John love the card, so did I. Hey, Marcus, what's up? He says, I give you Islam rounds one, two, four. Same here. Full cost himself round four. He lost focus on Islam. Sure, talking Islam quarter. It ended up Islam taking his back first round. Yeah, I kind of agree with that, too. Yeah, actually, I, I think that's, like that card either, Joe. That, that's a really good point, man, what Marcus yeah. makes there, because I feel like. Uh, Volk got frustrated at a certain moment, he did. and he got talked a lot, and Islam wasn't reacting at all to him. He was just doing his game plan, you know, and it might have costed him that fourth round, you know, because the third round he won, he won the fifth round, but that fourth round, he had that back control for like yeah. three minutes, over three minutes. So I, I'm really on Marcus' side here. I think he has a really good point in here, man. Yeah, I agree. Let me get some other comments here. Yeah. Uh, 
Antoine thought Volk won. Yeah, I mean, I don't believe you. I saw that uh, Joe Rogan thought he won. That's for sure. But he also said he was drunk, too. So <laughs> Yeah, but I take Antoine more serious than so Joe I. Rogan. So. <laughs> Why well, did petrified look because he was the fifth? Uh, I mean, he, he got a little bit tired, man. He was looking at the clock, too. I mean, it was a tough fight, man. It was a very hard fight. Both, both these guys will get better after this fight, which is crazy because they're both already, like, amazing. Um, I want to get this you know, going. From, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Something really annoys me, man, online. And I got to say it. And it's good from both sides, you know. Um, the Volk fans, the Islam fans. I mean, listen, guys, these two built up a great fight, in my opinion. We're really respectful towards each other leading up to the fight. They were both a little bit like uh, playingly uh, talking trash. Like Islam was like, this guy has no ground game. And he was smiling at that. Volkanovsky was smiling. He's like, you'll see, you'll see. It was, it was not anything mean, you know, or anything nasty. But they played a little bit. But if you see how much respect these guys had, Actually, also during after the fight, you know, uh, the fans should more enjoy these kind of things, you know, and not be so salty about a close fight that didn't go the way they wanted it for their fighter, you know, because I think you can make a case for Volkanovski winning 48-47 and you can make a case for Islam winning 48-47, you know, I think Islam won the fight. Adam thinks as well, you know, but at the same time with 48-47 Volk, I would have been pissed if that was if that was the case, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, these fans, they are crazy, man. I mean, I, I purposely didn't give my scores during the fight because I really didn't have to, <laughs> felt to get all the backlash of it, you know what I mean? I just said on the end, I think it was 48-47, I think the right guy won, that's it, you know? Yeah, no, for sure, I agree. And, and here, we gotta talk about this now, so Sure. Dan Hooker is out there, and I think even Volkanovski is accusing uh, Islam of using an IV. I don't see any proof of this yet. I mean, obviously, if he, if he did use it, he's, he's cheated because um, you can't use them anymore. Unless I, I think there is an exception if the UFC knows about it and notifies the commission because of a, like a health reason. But you know, guys used to use these all the time, right? Back in the day, more so before you saw the they all used IVs to rehydrate. Adam. Yeah, Dan Hooker is like a woke woman. You know, he's like a woke woman. He's like a guy who's uh, who, who puts on a rumor on Twitter, and then when people ask for proof, he's like, "Can you prove that I'm wrong? Can you prove that I'm wrong? No, dude, you came up with an allegation. You should prove that you're right. We don't have to prove that you're wrong. You know what I mean? So that and those pictures they post from Islam, dude. I had my blood taken from me. You know, in the hospital. And when the needle is long in, in, in the vein or something, or they take a lot of blood, you can get that, uh, how do you say that, a bruise, a bruise spot there, you know, that, that doesn't have to do, that doesn't need to have to do anything with IVs, you know. It's, it's possible, don't get me wrong, but doesn't have to do, it doesn't need to have to do with IVs, you know. So if you have an allegation, you got to have proof, you know, because you, you kind of sound like a, a, a salty woman, you sound like, you know. When you come up with this kind of stuff on Twitter, and then being like, "Oh, he's 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 a bitch. He's this. He's that." Come up with proof. You know, it's the same thing. It's just how society works. You know, you got to come up with proof, in my opinion. And a lot of people will jump on it because they either don't like the decision, you know, or they don't like Islam. It's one of the two. They don't like the decision. They don't like Islam, or they are folk fans. You know, okay. so they come up with this. And they try to to downgrade the how do you say that the the result that Islam got in this fight, you know, and it's something that really annoys me. And Dan Hooker should be better, man. Be a better man, dude. I mean, if you have if you have the proof and you show it, 
absolutely with it. You know, you you get my credits for it, and you, you don't need my credits, but I'll give you credits for it if you do. But if you don't, shut the fuck up. You know, it's funny. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, don't I you think so? Proof. I want to see some proof. I really, yeah, have no exactly. Idea. I have no idea at this point. Listen, uh, as long as there are no proof, there there is no proof, and you should shut up. Give us the proof or shut up. Yeah, here's some other comments here. George is in the chat. What's up, man? He still thinks Volk's uh, number one power pound. I'm curious to see what they'll do in the rankings. I, I think Maxer will get first, but you know, this pound for pound, it's a weird concept. Even it's something that is not even worth arguing about, really. Uh, what's up, man? He says, "Sweet scientist." Volk said he's going back down to featherweight after the fight. So, what was the point of the interim belt? Just because if he had won the fight, I guess he would have stayed up at weight, at lightweight. I guess. I mean. Yeah, I think that's why. Um, it's not probably how going, man. Glad to have you here. All right. Uh, anything else you want to say in the main event? I think we should go on. We're, we're, you know, we've spent quite a bit of time on it. Go it was a great event? fight, man. I really it enjoyed was. it. That's it, you know. Yeah, agreed. All right. Let's go to the co-main event. Yeah, you're Rodriguez defeats Josh Emmett by second round submission. Yeah, he was amazing. We already knew this. I mean, I've liked the guy. He's a guy, Marcel, ever since I saw him. You talk about, like, um, Islam, I and mean, you think he's going to be a champ one day. I thought this about Yair T when he came in the UFC. I mean, it's been a while, but like, remember when he fought BJ Penn it was six years ago now? But like, you know, like it took him a while really to like really get here and develop into this championship guy. Because I remember that fight, and then he fought Frankie Marcel, and people thought at that point if he beat Frankie, he would have probably fought for the belt. So it took him a while to get here at some ups and downs. But guy's fucking great, man. He's an awesome fighter. He's looked amazing the last couple of fights, and this fight was, you know, great uh, submission win for him. First round was was very competitive, though. I don't say that. Like, he was controlling the round with the kicks, which is exactly how I thought the fight would go. And then Emmett hurt him. Emmett hurt him bad. Um, but he recovered, and he was able to get the submission in the second round. I think Emmett, his corner was yelling at him, saying, he's hurt, he's hurt. That was his best chance to win the belt he'll ever have in his life, man. I think it's possible if he just unloaded grounded pound, he could have possibly finished him there, but wasn't able to get it. Done and you know to credit to you, you did a great job moving and sh- shrimping away from him and and ends up getting into the second round and then finishing the fight himself. So yeah, Jair is awesome. Great submission win, man. Give me your thoughts on this one. Yeah, man, Jair, man. When I saw him during fight week, uh, how he looked, man, he looked like some uh, some cheap NPC from a computer game. You know, <laughs> I was like, what the hell does he look? He looked completely different. But uh, in the cage, he looked like the Jair. I remember again and. Uh, Man, he was good, you know. I re- I was really impressed. Still think Volkanovski whoops him, to be really honest. But I think Jair was really good. I think he improved a lot, you know. Um, he improved a lot from the fight when he fought Frankie Edgar. That was back in the day when when, he, when many people thought like maybe within within two years, you know, he's he's becoming a champion, you know. But it took a little bit longer. But I think he. Uh, we saw in the Max Holloway fight that he actually lost, that he could hang with the guy. You know what I mean? And uh, that was already impressive. Um, yeah, he looked good, you know, and he finished uh, Emmett in the second round submission. I didn't expect that at all, to be honest. And, uh, yeah, good for him, man. It sets up a fight with Volkanovski, I think. And I think um, it will be a fun fight, but still, man, I, 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 how can you not favor Volkanovski? You know what yeah. I mean? I mean... <laughs> Tweet is so good, you know, and you have the feeling awesome. like Volkanovski is 34, but you feel like he still can improve, you know, that's a crazy thing. So, um, yeah, very that, that will be a fun fight. And if the UFC is smart, they do Moreno against okay, against Pantoja, they do Jair against Volkanovski, and they do Aldana versus uh, Nunes in the big Mexico uh, event later this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agreed. All right. Um, Even put Grasso on it if she wins against Chef. You know, you never know. 
Yeah, I think it will all happen, but you never know. Yeah, let me get some comments here. Um, oh, Antoine was asking, how do you think you do, who does against Alex? Mm. I mean, Yair's an interesting matchup, right? Because he's just so dynamic and different, right? That's the thing about him the, himself. He's different than everyone else. But it's just, especially after watching Alex almost win the lightweight belt, how do you not? Pick against him, yeah. You can't, especially a featherweight, right? You just can't. Like, I would actually pick with a lot of lightweights too, man. I'm telling I mean, you right now. Isn't it crazy, man, that we say, like, you cannot pick against Alex, and he lost, and Jair actually won with probably his best performance yeah. yet, and we can't pick against Alex, you know? That's well, I just think we, have, we just have more, like, appreciation for Islam than and Emmett. Emmett's a good fighter, but he's not at yeah. level. No, no. And obviously different weight classes, too. <clears throat> a couple other comments here. Uh, your boy, Crazy Pato's here. Felt bad. Folk got robbed. I don't know if he got robbed, but I mean, he, it was a close fight. Um, Folk wants the rematch. Yeah, I, I would like to see rematch Re one day, but I don't think anytime soon. I mean, there's other contenders at 155, guys. The rematch might happen like a couple years down the road, but it's not happening like next or anytime yeah. soon. Yes, two podcasts you, today. Go ahead. You know what I always love when people get like um, uh, post a clip from uh, Adesanya. It's like Adesanya was sure that Volkanovski won the fight. It's like, guys, he's his teammate. You know, it's like when uh, Misha Tate or when people were posting, uh, Misha Tate picked Juliana Pena to defeat Nunes yeah. the first time. It's like, yeah. it's her teammate as a best friend of hers. You know, that's not news. That's like when Adam Martin is going to fight, um, let's say, uh, who should you can, who, who can you fight on an MMA media? I don't know. You. So, me, say me, so. me versus you. No, not me. I, you have to pick somebody else, not me. Come uh, on. I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah, the the the, the, the that guy from uh, from the scorecards from Severe, you know. <laughs> of course, of course, I'm gonna pick Adam, you know, because he's my guy. Even if uh, if he hasn't trained, I pick him. You know, I'm backing him. You know what I mean? So I hear what you're saying. Yeah, the, I don't want to fight anyway. I've already had a fight, and I don't want to do it again. I'm a big. Let's get some more comments. Was it? Yeah, you're Neil in the Matrix. Yeah, I mean, he looked like him, right? Get some more comments here, Marcel. We gotta get through this. Uh, yeah, sure. Go ahead, Doug. Ev Doug, what's up, man? He says, "Yeah, you went straight through. I thought Emmett would have fought a bit better." Josh just didn't. He actually had a really tough weight cut, I think, as well. Emmett, um, and he just Bro, didn't look good. They give you all matchups. Come on. <laughs> oh, I didn't see this. Sorry, I didn't see you guys. Me versus Luke. Luke is a, like I'm tall, but Luke Thomas is even taller than me. Me versus Emmett grew. Oh, man, because. <laughs> The thing about that fight would be all he'd have all his boys come after me too. It'd be like twenty on one, so I can't do that one. I would fight Marcel, but that's it, just because I'm his friend. And then we I'll have fight a the guy from Severe, no problem. I believe. I, I know I'll you'd fight that guy. <laughs> we have the same weight class, so that's perfect. Yeah, super heavyweight division. Um, yeah. Emmett versus Evlov. Yeah, that fight would be good. Emmett's gonna have to take a step down now. You know what? Would you be surprised if he retired, Emmett? No, I actually wouldn't been. You know, I was like, if he pro if he loses, he might retire because he's I think kind he might of an too. older guy. He's an older guy, right? And yeah. Like, is he really gonna get back to the belt now? Probably. I, not. I don't no. think so. And all respect to Emmett, man. I mean, he's a good fighter. Yeah, man. There's no yeah. doubt about it. He he's can still fight. I'm not saying he needs to retire, but I wouldn't be surprised if he did because you know he's getting up there in age. He's got other things going on in his life. And he's underrated. I gotta say, he's under. I always he is an underrated fighter. Him. He just ran into yeah. a tough, tough matchup. We both like mm -hmm. Yair in that fight. Marcus thinks, what do you think the odds would be for Volk versus Yair? I mean, Volk would be favored probably like, yeah. what, two to one, two and a half to one, something like that? I think minus 300 at least. Maybe like three to one, yeah, something like that. Under 300. Maybe that's even too high, Marcel, because Yair looks so good in this fight. It's but yeah, probably I mean, too I, high, but I think so. Yeah, it's possible. You know, we opened this year at minus 550, Volk, really? Oh. No way. <laughs> Is that true? Let me double minus check. Minus 500. Okay. 
He's not wrong, actually. Sorry, guys. My apologies. He's right. They actually did open up earlier this year. But no one's bet on it. hasn't moved yet. Okay? So it hasn't moved yet. And also, the book that opened that, you know, bet online, they open all the lines. Okay? So they're going to miss some. But this, this, it's the same book that opened minus 1,000 for Tyson Pedro. So I'm just saying, like, Dude. they're not going to get the ball right. You know? I, you were the first one who was like, what the fuck kind of line is this? You were the, <laughs> we'll talk about that fight in a minute. Okay? Because that's, wow, that was, wow. Kaiser Pacto says, I don't want to sound like you're, yeah, you're getting all the way to intros all this muck. Yeah, the thing is, ZB, you bring up Zabit. Zabit, I think, is one guy that could give Volkanovski a lot of problems, but, you know, he's probably not going to fight anytime soon. I am surprised that minus 500, that is really high. But again, it hasn't moved yet, guys. It hasn't moved. Like, once people start betting on the fight, the line will move. That seems excessive, though. You know, remember, uh, Holloway was like minus 800, I think, against uh, Yair, and Yair gave him a really tough fight, so... Yeah, I mean he's good, but yeah, Volkanovski can be figured. I just think that's a little excessive. Minus five hundred, that seems that seems too high. I'll yeah. be honest with you. All right, um, let's go to the next fight here, Marcel. Uh, our boy Jack Della Madalena gets the submission win. I thought he'd knock him out, but he dropped him and then submits him. The guy's are legit, and now he called up Vicente Luque. I want to see that fight. That fight would just be pure violence, and I really think this guy can win that fight. To be honest with you, I think he's uh, a guy that could be a champion, Marcel. I think he's amazing. So. You know, we'll see if he has the, the pure wrestling to compete with those guys like Usman and Colby and those guys, those top guys like Burns. But as far as like the striking goes and even the submissions, the guy's just sick. He's dangerous everywhere. And he took a really good fighter, Randy Brown, here in two minutes. Marcel, how good is this guy? He's amazing, you know. Uh, and I was uh, talking to uh, to Dennis, who uh, we also has a podcast in the Netherlands, and he picked, I think, Della Madalena KO first round. And he would have got six points, you know, but now he only gets one because it was a submission, you know. And I, I picked decision, so I also get one. So it's like I'm happy he subbed him and didn't KO him because you would have walked away from me. But, um, yeah, I mean, what can you say about him, man? The, the first moment he really came through to Randy, he hit him, you know, and uh, he, uh, he, st- he pretty much staggered him. You saw Randy making a really weird uh, kind of jump, you know. And he jumped on him. He got the rear naked choke. And I mean, dude is so good, you know. I, I still think Jack is a great name. But if he kept his real name like Giacomo, Giacomo della Madalena, a crazy name, you know. Uh, yeah. He's so good. And he's still so young as well, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, I want to see him fight a top 15 guy. I was thinking about Michel Pereira because he doesn't have that uh, matchup with Sean Brady. But at the same time, they are managed both by Tim Simpson, I think. I don't think Tim really is looking forward to match those two up with each other. Um, yeah, I like the Vicente Luca fight as well, man. Uh, I mean, he can fight whoever in top 15, which will be a great fight, I think. Uh, I think this was the guy, Randy Brown, is just under the top 15. And yeah. he, he went through that with flying colors, you know. Um, really good win, statement win, what I said on Twitter. You know, if you put Randy Brown away in the first round like that, you're, you're really good, you know, and um, yeah, all respect to Jack Della Madalena, man. I mean, he had so much hype behind his name. He fought like 10 minutes from his house in Perth and to show it like that, man, that's amazing. You know, you 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 got to be cool in the head to fight in front of your hometown fans and get a win like that. So, uh, yeah, all credit. And he, he's fighting from a, from a small gym, right? And he's yeah. not like with, with, with big teams. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to what's next for him. He's really good. He's so fucking good. I love watching him fight, man. Yeah. He's fucking awesome. I, I, get some, go ahead, go ahead. I honestly think he's might be one of the most popular guys right now in the UFC by many fans, you know, 
because people see him fight and he's always entertaining. So even the decision on the Dana White Contender Series in 2021 was likely the best fight of the season against Ange Luza. So, yeah. Yeah, that fight was good. He's just so good. Anyways, get some comments. Juan loves the Luke fight. I think it's great. It's such a great fight. Actually, our boy James Lynch, was. I saw him tweet about it first. He was like, I want to see this fight. And then after the event was over, Jack was the one saying, I want this fight. So credit to James, too, for putting that out there. Jack's for real. Him and Luke being – yeah, definitely five rounds. He's got to get a five-round fight, I think, next. Hey, eh, Marcel? Jack? I, I think so. I mean, they can uh, give him like a main on a, event. on a fight night card. I'm not saying that's a pay-per-view. A main event? Yeah, fight fight night. Night. yeah, why not? I mean, he's he's entertaining, and the UFC yeah. can build him, I think. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, and you so, see, for example, yeah, yeah. this is actually a good example. You know, when people saying, like, Patty is still young, the UFC should uh, do it slowly with him, and this and kind of. Patty is, like, four years older than Jack. Who's Jack yep. fighting? Who's Patty fighting? You know what I mean? You see yep. the difference? Jack's 26, and he's fighting, like, the toughest guys right now. Like, yeah. Randy Brown's really tough. Like, exactly. that's, I know. I agree with you. Like, they're always trying to build up this guy. Patty's so slow. And actually, well, Jamie Malarkey called him up. We'll talk about that after. I mean, let's yeah. get some <laughs> comments here, Marcel. We're halfway down the show, and we still have so many fights left to go. Yeah, man. Well, Marcus, how's it going, man? Glad to have you in the chat, buddy. Uh, when Brown was dropped on ground, I thought we were in stock. Same here, but and it was a nice submission. Nor Knox, what's up, man? He says, big question is how good is Jack Ground game that actually hasn't been tested that area? I, I agree. I mean, I, I want to it, – it's not even with the, just the ground. I want to see the pure wrestling. Like, can he stop a takedown? Really hasn't, you know, been shot at by a good grappler, right? But, you know, he does have some submissions on his resume, including this one. So it's not like he's completely out of, out of uh, you know – he, he could he could submit guys, but I want to see defensively how good he is. So I'm I'm with I'm with that guy. I think it's a good good thing to wonder know. Um thought Randy Brown's reach would be a challenge. Yeah, no, it's just too good. Uh anyways, let's go to the next fight here. Justin Toffa knocks out Parker Porter. I, I called this one. Marcel, who'd you pick again? Porter? I picked Porter by decision, but I said already I hope Toffa knocks him out. Yeah, I, I figured go either be Toffa winning by quickly or, or you get Gasto and then Porter takes over. But I picked Tafa just because I, I I really don't think Porter's that great, man. His chin is questionable to me and gets knocked out again. Dude, I just don't think it's like an amazing win by any means for Tafa. Like, he got the job done. You know, he didn't get a bonus. Some people were saying he got robbed of a bonus. I don't know. I mean, it was a nice knockout, but, like, the guy he's fighting is not amazing by any means. Um, I, mean, I do I think the UFC should have given out more bonuses, though, but I would have given it to, sure. like, Clayton – well, Clayton Misway. Uh, Josh Kulabal probably for that Loma. crazy comeback after getting kicked to the nuts and then Loma for that submission more than this guy to be honest with you even though it was a nice knock i'm just saying it wasn't like i don't know mark so it was a good knock i just don't think it I was mean, like amazing but what did porter expect man he started to trade with him Stupid. <laughs> he, I, like... he like left his chain exposed he had his yeah. hands down like it was really a bad bad I... uh, performance by porter I expected Porter to try to take him down and control him there. And then I see him trading with him. I was like, dude, you're going to be knocked out in the first round. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree with you, Marcel. I'm with you on this one. All right, let's go to the uh, – well, George thinks he deserves a bonus. I do agree that they should have given up more bonuses, George. I'm just saying if it was me, I would have given one to Kulabau and to uh, Loma before Tafa. You know what it is, Adam? There is a lot of favoritism with the UFC, you know? Sure. Because, for example, I agree with you that the opponent is maybe not as good, but – Look at they gave Joe Parfer a 50k yeah. bonus over Alan Amadowski. Oh my you know? god! I mean, because Dana likes him and he wants to give him money. Yeah, because yeah. like I honestly, I think I feel like Crude and Menafield. We'll talk about that now. This could have been also fighting the night. I mean, obviously the main event is going to get that right, but mm. this was a great fight, Marcel. It was a really good Crazy. fight, very back and forth, um, super close. And you know, Menafield would have won if he didn't get that point deduction for that fence grab. But I definitely think the referee. Uh, 
which was Mark Goddard, I think the point was justified, Marcel, because it stopped the takedown. So for me, that was justified. Crute's striking defense is terrible, though. Like, it's so bad, Marcel, and I'm oh, I'm worried about this guy going forward. I mean, he's taken so much damage, guys. If you look at his last three fights, he's taken a lot of damage. And, like, he is a young guy, but he just doesn't – he blocks punches with his face. He doesn't move his head much. Um, Manifield couldn't get him out of there, but hurt him badly in the fight. Manifield gassed out again, um, which obviously has been a problem in his career, getting, getting tired, the conditioning, all that muscle he carries. Crute, credit to him, man. Super tough, showed a lot of heart here. I think a lot of guys would have folded there in that – I think it was the second round. Marcel got dropped twice, um, dropped badly, especially in the, uh, by the punch in the early in the, in the round. I think a lot of fighters would have quit there, man. But this guy showed a lot of heart. It was an amazing fight, though. And then afterwards, they showed really good sportsmanship with each other, which was awesome to see. And I want to see a rematch. I think the rematch makes a lot of sense. You know, put it on a card this summer or something like that on the pay per view card. I think it was a great fight. I really enjoyed this fight, man. It's just. It wasn't like the most technical fight. It was a little bit sloppy, but both guys showed a lot of heart in this fight. That's what I like to see. So I don't know what you thought, Marcel, but I really enjoyed this fight. What do you think? Yeah, me too. And I hate how you say crude because it makes me think about salmon on crude and I got hungry again. You're talking about that but, again. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. But um, yeah, I mean, I had Alonso the first two rounds and I was like, uh, he actually should have let crude take him down and lose the third round, you know, then you would lose a 29-28. Although it would have yeah. been a split because one judge had uh, had it uh, had the second round or the first round for for crude, you know, so it would have been a split. Would have been twenty nine twenty eight crude and two times twenty nine twenty eight Manifield. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, a rematch is okay with me. I think Jimmy Crude uh, posted on his Instagram like, uh, "I see you guys saying that I won. I definitely didn't won." <laughs> so he's like, uh, I, "I do like a rematch for sure." So uh, they can do that. I think Goddard was justified by taking a point because there was a blatant fans grab which uh, prevented them from taking him down. So yeah, I'm, I was good with that, no problem at all. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the, it went to a draw like I expected, you know. Uh, yeah, I expected after the fight, obviously. Um, I had two rounds for Manifield, one round for Crude, 28-28 after the point. Yeah, I had draw too. So yeah, makes I also sense. had a draw. I think that was the right scorecard. Mm -hmm. uh, and I actually did end up betting on Crude at the end, and uh, I was like, I was like, man, this this is going to lose. And I was just so for, I was so thankful they can, took the point away from so. Yeah, can I say that the Anzac fighters, the Australian and New Zealand fighters, didn't get any favor from the judges in this event? Yeah, they did a good job, I think. Overall. Yeah, because normally you always see like some close decisions go to the hometown fighters, and that wasn't the case in this one. So yeah, yeah, let me get some more comments here. <clears throat> Toffa deserved a bonus. Oh, you're talking about the last fight. Yeah, I mean, they could have given one. Sorry, I missed Marcus. He, no, he didn't get a bonus, Marcus. Yeah, I agree with this guy. It's quarter striking defense. It's bad. Pat Barry, coach of the year. No, but it looks like it looks like him and Manifield have something good going on. I'll say that, you know. Um, shout out to ESPN Plus. Got hooked on pay-per-view. That's cool. It's good stuff. UFC Fight Pass is good. I like it. Um, we have to. We need to hear for, what, for the prelims. We, we get that yeah. there. All right, let's they, go to the no. they are fuckers, dude. You know, we yeah. had like uh, before we had like also the main cards on it, but obviously the main cards now on Discovery Plus over here, so they only have the prelims, but price is still the same. You know, yeah, no, I know what you're saying, <laughs> fuckers. All right, let's get through yeah. the prelims and go through them uh, quicker than the main card. Uh, your boy Modesto Spikowskis Marcel pulls off the upset here with Tyson yeah. Pedro. I definitely think he won the fight. I saw some of some. If you looked at MMA decisions, Marcel, there's a couple of media lists that scored it for Pedro. What the fuck were they watching? There's, uh, yeah, there's there's no way he won the fight. I definitely thought Modestus won. I, what was it? The first round, I think, was 
Pedro, was it the first round? Yeah, the first round, right? With the takedowns. Uh, and that's it. I mean, he looked terrible in this fight. What happened to this guy, Marcel? He looked like shit. And looking at his record in the UFC, he's four, he's uh, four, or excuse me, five and four now. He's been a favorite in all nine of his fights. And he, so he's lost four fights as, an, as a favorite. He's like, pretty, this guy's not that good, Marcel. He's pretty much a one round fighter. You know what I mean? Yeah, if you get is. a more talented fighter over him, he, he's fucked after one round, you know? And yeah. for example, like I said to you last week, I think Modestus Bukaskas also would have won against Ike Villanueva and Harry Hansucker. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So for me, it was like, I, I said it was a close fight. I could have, I didn't went with Bukaskas because I thought that Pedro, he had like the full camp and I expected him to at least come out better. But Modestus, I think Modestus didn't even fought really great, you know, but he had a good basic how he fought and, and that's what beat him, you know. Yep. And it's really good for Modestus, you know, good comeback fight for him in the UFC. Yep. Um, I'm happy for him. He's definitely he's a very nice guy as well, very good guy. And um, yeah, for Pedro, I think Pedro again showed that he is an elite, you know what I mean? Uh, we already kind of saw that in, in, in earlier fights when he got finished by Shogun, I remember. Uh, an aged Shogun, we should say. He was injured in that uh, fight, but I know what you're saying. But even yeah, like OSP finished him quickly, like yeah. So it's like, yeah, um, great win for Modestus, man. Uh, yeah. Really good, short notice fight, two and a half week notice. Uh, got cut from the UFC, yeah. won with Cage Warriors title back, come back, and you still. That's a huge pressure, you know, because you already got cut and you got a second chance, and he took that second chance. I'm su super happy for the dude, you know. Um, I almost feel like Pedro's gotten worse. If you look at his record, he started with wins over Roundtree and Craig and Craig, excuse me. And Craig. <laughs> since he came back from the injury, like like you said, they gave him two like the easiest fights he'll ever get with Ike and Harry Hunter, who are not in the UFC anymore. Now he fights a guy who's actually decent, but Modesto, like you said, has a good base and gets basically outstruck after the first round there. So just very bad performance by this guy. And if they, if they were trying to push him as like a contender, or like a star, I don't think they can do it anymore after this performance, Marcel. I don't know. This was bad. This was really bad. Patrick, what's up, man? But that's was calling for UFC return for while Khalil is right. For sure. I mean, he got cut because he had a losing skin. He got injured against Khalil, but he's definitely a UFC copper guy. UFC needs to say you woke up a second chance. Is that cut official? Do you know? Like, I don't know. He, he posted that and then uh, tweeted that and it. then deleted it. So maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't know. It's kind of weird. I don't, I don't know either. Anyways, let's go to the next fight. I, I, I feel like his manager told him, like, dude, maybe delete that. Maybe <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what I yeah, yeah. But he didn't delete the replies. You can still read all the replies, Marcel, just so you know. <laughs> you got one more question, man. Down. Pedro's terrible cardio. He's very tired going the second round. I, it was bad. It, it, he looked gassed. His mouth was wide open. You knew who's going to lose the fight after that. I was looking at the live lines, and Bendeskis was like favorite after the first round. I, I think that was justified. All right, next fight Josh Kulubel submits uh, Melsic Bagasarian. Uh, Melsic looked good, Marcel, early on. He was out striking mm -hmm. him. And then uh, that nasty nut shot to Kulubel, and, and credit to the guy for, for continuing the fight. And then second round, basically, like, I want to say, like, what happened? Melsic, like, slipped almost, fell down. Yeah. Kulubel took his back, like, the way he took his back was just beautiful, and the submission was nasty. I almost—I really do think this guy could have gotten a bonus. I almost feel like he should have gotten one because a guy like this, Marcel, who's like a prelim guy, could really do a lot with that fifty grand. Like, really help him out and, and help him get the training he needs and 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 the just the the help he needs to become to prepare better and become an even better fighter. This guy started off in the UFC with that loss to Turner, and I'm like, yeah, this guy's not that good. Then he had the draw of Jordan. I'm like, all right, he's a little better. Who's straight wins since then, Marcel? And he's looking good, man. Guy's better than I think we all thought. So, yeah, good performance by him overall. I mean, after, again, getting hit, kicked in the nuts there with that spinning back kick. 
Um, hey, hey, quick thoughts on this one? Yeah, first, got to start with the weigh-in, right? Um, yeah. You know, the thing is, like, people were were really hard on Melsic for that, and I I kind of agree. But also, Koulibaly was annoying him. You know, he was really being annoying in the weigh-in. You know, he's trying to, to get under his skin. He got under his skin, and he got shoved. You know, uh, I think they both did bad in the way. I, I don't like that kind of stuff. But, yeah, whatever, whatever helps the fight up, I guess. Uh, first round, like you said, good round for Melsic. Uh, kicked him in the nuts, a <laughs> very hard kick, actually. And I think Melsic said that no, it wasn't the, in the nuts. And then he asked the broadcast, like, wasn't it the nuts? The broadcast, like, yes, okay, he apologized. And then, uh, second round, the good win for Kulibau, you know. And, um, yeah, I'd like to see what's next for him. I, I gotta be honest, man, I've never, never been high on Kulibau, you know. Uh, when he came in the UFC, you pretty much said it, you know, he lost to Turner, which was that can happen. I don't, I think he got really lucky with the draw against Jordan. I don't think that was a draw. But after that, that well, and I think the last fight he fought was against um, uh, this, the Korean guy, the Choi, Choi Songu Choi, right? Yeah, and that was a split decision, but should, have, but should have been a unanimous. It yeah. wasn't unanimous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, good for him. You know, I, I like to see what's next for him. I think a, a win over Melsic is really good. You know, I, I really like Melsic. So, uh, yeah. yeah. I agree with you on that one. All right. Um, a couple comments here. Casual headbutt. I saw that too, and really the referee should have stopped the fight. And you know, the last event guy to was it Troy got a point taken, right? So, yeah, Melsic was. I, I said like uh, Melsic Figueredo to a friend of mine. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, yeah, it was a good. It was a good fight. Uh, Kubel's a beast. Turner, Turner's great. Yeah, he's looking for a fight right now. Oh, Antoine has a question. Do you think JM gets the UK fight? I do. I do think he'll get this fight. Do you think so, Marcel? Because I think it just makes a lot of sense. What do you think? Yeah, why not? I mean, uh, listen, man, Luke, he lost that fight to uh, to Jeff Neal, and he's not anywhere near being in the top right now after losing that fight, you know? So it only makes sense, you know? You got Jack Della Madalena, who is like a new guy coming up, and you got Luke, who has been for, for a long time in that, uh, how do you say that, in that top 15, top 10. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's perfect. You know, you can see where Lucas still is, and you can see if Jack Della Madalena is already there to fight these kind of guys. Agree, agree. Um, let's go to the next fight here. We had uh, – oh, this is a great finish by Clayton Rodriguez. This guy's legit, man. I like him. He's good. Shannon Ross really shouldn't be in the UFC. He had a loss on contender. He had a good fight. That's why they brought him in. But another loss here by knockout. Uh, anyways, nice knockout by Clayton, though. Just quick, brutal. He did miss weight, though, right? I, I almost wonder if he didn't miss weight if he would have got bones because, man, this was impressive. Oh, yeah, he missed weight, yeah. Missed by a pound. Um, yeah. Him and... Subaira. Yeah, Tukukov, who we'll talk about him in a second. But, yeah, uh, this guy's good, Marcel. What do you think of him, man? I like him. What do you think? I like him, too, man. I think he actually also won his first for first fight, but he got... He got I also thought he beat like there. Yeah. that calf slicer, like, that was nasty. Mm-hmm. I think that was a questionable decision by the judges. That was last year. That was on the um, Oliver and Gaethje card. But, yeah, he did what he had to do here, man. Good win over the Turkish delight. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, what can you say? It's like, I, you know, I, I like flyweight fights. Uh, they are not known for quick finishes normally, but uh, this was a good one, man. And I, Listen, man, I like what Huani says there, but on the other hand, like, I also like to see, like, the established flyweights fighting the... The younger guys, you know, because if you do Clayton against Tyra, 
you do again two young guys against each other, you know, and I feel like they should mix that a little bit more up with the Tim Elliott sort of division. Yeah, I don't think know? they're gonna do this fight. I mean, it'd be a good fight, but they, I don't think so. Keep them on separate paths. There, there's no need to to put these guys like they're both two of the best prospects in the division. Um, Jamie Malarkey defeats Francisco Prado by decision. Calls up Patty Pimblet after the fight. Really, this Prado guy just didn't look ready for the UFC to me, Marcel. I know he, you know, he survived, but. I picked really, him, right? Yeah, I, I don't think he looked ready for the UFC. Right. I think they kind of rushed him a little bit. He's only he's like 20 years old. He's yeah. the second youngest guy besides Rosas now. Um, he didn't look ready to me, man. I almost feel like he needed more uh, work on the regional scene because he's only been fighting for like two years, I want to say three years. Anyways, Malarkey's a tough veteran. I figured he'd win the fight. Uh, calls up Patty Gimblet, Marcel. Like, and they're, they're not going to book this fight, but like, they Smart. won't book it. They won't book it. I'm telling you right now, they're not going to book the fight. But why not, right? Like, if you can't beat a guy like Jamie Malarkey, who's he even going to beat, if, if you ask me? Like, Malarkey's a decent fighter, but he's not amazing. I just don't think they're going to book him, Marcel. Any quick thoughts on this fight? Um, It wasn't pretty much an easy fight for, for Jamie Malarkey. You know, he took him down and pretty much controlled him there. You know, yeah. that's what he did. And the thing is, that's why I said it was a smart call-out. Jamie Malarkey clearly won the fight, but he didn't do anything extra. You know what I mean? He just was really basic what he did. Um, almost fell asleep. But after uh, during that fight, because nothing bad, nothing really happened. You know, he just was controlling him, trying to do some damage. And that's smart, you know, if you want to call out Paddy Pimblet, because if you want to have a fight with Paddy Pimblet, you have to have a winning record and don't look that great. You know what I mean? Because otherwise, you see, he's not going to book you against Paddy Pimblet. So um, I think he has a chance to get that fight. Don't get me wrong. I th definitely think he has a chance to get that fight. Yeah. No, I agree with you. Uh, I mean, there's a chance, but I. I don't know. I think he would win the fight anyways. I, I just, I don't know. I think the UFC is going to just give Patty a layup in their next fight. Like, they like doing that. Would you keep Proud on the roster and be booking contender? I think, exactly. He should have been a contender. He got, he got to the UFC a little too quickly. Anyways, uh, next fight, Jack Jenkins defeats Don Shanis. It was a pretty good fight, actually. Don Shanis is a very tough dude. He had that full mount a couple times, which surprised me, Marcel, but uh, Jenkins survived and, and Shanis survived, went the distance. Good fight. Jack, Jack Jenkins is a fun guy to watch. Nasty leg kicks. Apparently, he broke John Chase's leg. That's what he said. So, anyways, quick thoughts on this one? Um, the funny thing for me was in that fight at the at a certain moment, Don Shane has finally lands a leg kick to Jack Jenkins and he's pointing at him. And then Jack Jenkins give him give him two leg kicks back very hard. And Don Shane is really upset about it. <laughs> and then in the third round, he gets like a teep in the face, I think, in the last second. And he was wobbled from it. And then the, the 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 buzzer went, and then he was still after him. And so I don't know if he was still in the zone. He didn't hear the buzzer, or he was wobbled still, and he wasn't fully there. But uh, yeah, Jack Jenkins. They said on the broadcast he broke uh, from his last five opponent of three opponents. He broke their legs yeah, with the leg. Crazy, eh? Those leg kicks were nasty, dude. <laughs> uh, fun fighter to watch. I think he was already fun in contender series to watch, and uh, I like to see what's next for him. And he looks to me like a fun fighter. You know, he's like. He's like, uh, has like steel legs, you know? So, um, yeah. He's an exciting guy to watch, man. He's definitely good. Like, I think I mean, this is a fight you could have finished, but the opponent was more durable than I think a lot of us expected to. And he got that porn stash from the 70s. So, you know. <laughs> yep, I agree. All right. Look uh, <laughs> at this comment. I just got an email asking if I want to fight Patty. What the hell? I don't even trade him, man. That's good. Uh, Loma Lagoonie Marcel gets the submission win over Elise Reed. Uh, you know, first round was kind of sketchy, man. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Like Elise had that; she got uh, the reversal and got in top position, and you're like, okay. And then second round, Loma starts going to grappling again. And I was like, what? Why, why? is she grappling? Yeah. 
exactly. I'm like, why are you doing this? And then submits her. So I, I've talked about this. I just don't think Elise Reed's good at all. I'll be honest with her. So she's two and three in the UFC. I don't think she beat McKenna. So really she's one and four, in my opinion. Three losses by stoppage. I don't think she's not good at all. They kept typing her up. They're like, oh, she's so good on the feeders. Taekwondo is so amazing. I'm like, what the hell are they talking about? I'm not trying to be a hater. I just don't think she's that good. You know, but Loma, Loma you know, showed some evolution in her game because obviously mostly just a striker in her career gets her first submission victory. And it was good to see this submission win for in the UFC anyways. Um, I don't know if it, how much it moves her up the ladder, but it's still like a, a solid submission win and huge odds of by submission. If you took her by submission, it's crazy odds. Any quick thoughts on this one? Yeah, definitely. Uh, one of the one of my uh, happy moments and on the on that card, you know, not that Elise lost, but the way Loma won. Yeah. Um, I think it was really really under the radar. That's why I extra shared it on Twitter uh, today. Um, great win for her. You know, the only problem Loma will keep having in the UFC is that she has to fight uh, much bigger women. You know, and that's why she is sometimes so so easy to. To control on the ground in the first round, for example, for Elise Reed, I don't think it has to be has to do with quality. It has to do with strength. You know what I mean? And then the second round, uh, yeah, I was like, why she's going for for the ground or for trying to take her to the ground? But <laughs> she finished her like within forty four seconds. Crazy, you know? Great win for her, and uh, I'm really happy. I think Loma is one of the most fun girls to watch in that strawweight division. But I would love to see for the for example the Adam Way division. I think that would be so perfect for her. For example, also for for a girl like Michelle Watterson, you know, for these kind of girls, it would be so amazing to have a one 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 hundred five division in, in the UFC. Um, yeah, but uh, we probably won't see it. Probably we got one fifty five earlier than one hundred five. You know, I don't know. It was one fifty five. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Anyways, yeah, I agree with you. All right, uh, two more fights here, Marcel. Blake Builder both called it. Marcel consensus dog of the week passes or wins, I should say. Um, and I bet on him so. Nice. On him, Marcel, plus 130 odds. And, uh, you know, to me, he definitely won two of the rounds. Arguably won all three. You look good, man. Give me your thoughts on this fight. Um, yeah, El, El, El Animal <laughs> could win. Uh, I think he, think he definitely had the first two rounds in the book, in my opinion. I Actually, I think I scored all three rounds for him, if I completely uh, – if I, if I can remember correctly. Um yeah, I really like what he showed. You know, I was happy that the judges got it right because I was like, hmm, there was it was a one close round, and you know, you never know. You know, when you go to uh, to a place uh, where somebody fights Shane Young, for example, in Australia, we, we, I kind of got to remember. Like, do you remember the Kai Kara France Roleon Paiva fight, for example? You know, so. Um, Good win for Builder, man. I was happy for him. He looked good. Uh, very nice UFC debut. Um, yeah, overall a good fight and and a deserved win, in my opinion. Stays undefeated. I agree. I agree. Um, and then the last fight here, Marcel. The first fight, I should say, that I, this was an interesting decision here. Elvis Brander gets a split decision over Zubair to Ugov. I do think the commentary was very questionable for this fight. I think Bisping wasn't giving uh, Brander any credit at all. When he clearly won, was it the... Uh, well, not clearly, but I think he won the first round. I wouldn't say clearly, but I think he did win in the strikes. So even the third round, the strikes were in his favor. But, you know, the second round, definitely Zubair. I think that 30-27 by Evan Field, horrible scorecard. Just a terrible one. Um, I do think 29-28, Elvis is not a horrible scorecard. I, I had it to Hugov barely because I thought he won the last round barely. But it was close, Marcel. And honestly, he didn't, he didn't look like a minus 600 favorite regardless of the result. Any quick thoughts on this? I think you also scored it for Tugov, or how'd you have it? 
I honestly had the first two rounds for Tugov, and I, I arguably you're gonna give him the third one as well. You know, I was uh, when I heard thirty twenty seven, I was like, okay, Tugov. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, when I heard that, I was like, okay, then he he won obviously. Yeah. I, I was I, I mean, when it was for Brenner. And I mean, Brenner didn't do bad at all. Don't get me wrong. I yeah. mean, for his debut, it was it was not a was not a bad fight at all. And many people were like happy because Byra missed weight again, even at a higher weight class, but. Gotta be honest here, man. He won, he clearly won that fight, in my opinion. I don't know what those uh, judges were watching. Definitely the thirty twenty seven idiot. I have no idea, but um, yeah, I gotta be honest, man. So Tugov won that fight. I mean, I wonder what the UFC is gonna do with him. Are they gonna cut him? But he's part of the team from from Islam, right? And Khabib. So maybe he's lucky. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if they cut him. And if it, if they cut him. It's his own fault, you know, not that he lost, but th that he was weighed again, even at a higher weight class, you know what I mean? Yeah. By the way, thanks for sending that poster, Marcel. They finally sent it out, eh? Yeah. It's got your, uh, your text. I, I still need the Instagram one and, and the landscape one. I'm still waiting for that, but... No worries. Let's get to the comments, guys. We're going to end the podcast in a minute, but I want to get all your comments here. Um, Loma's first win, sub win against the Fighters Nervous Sub. Yes, absolutely. Does UFC want and Fighters approved given bonus finishes? Completely agreed. Completely agreed. Worth it. Ben on Builder. He's helping build our bankroll. Nice picture from you guys overall. Thank you. Look at that, Marcel. And I told that guy last week, I'm not sure if he's in the chat today, but he was like, you guys are struggling. Yes, we were, but we had a good fucking week. I had a really good week, Marcel. I said I was going to bounce back. I knew it, man. Can't I love forever, it. man. I love how you get amped up about it. <laughs> Just because, like, it's it's the uh, the law of averages, you know? Like, we're not going to be yeah. as worse as our worst card. We're not going to be as good as our best card. We're going to be somewhere <laughs> in the middle. I knew we bounced back, and it was a good week. Anyways, um, <laughs> said last week to who hasn't been good since you saw it 100 you think they're gonna cut him or so that's what he thinks ah, ali's his manager the super agent so i don't know he it's difficult man but if they do he he can't blame he can only blame himself for that yeah he barely fights he doesn't even fight that often yeah he, it's i mean he 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 got taken off a cart because he could he had weight issues against lucas almeida in october yeah. you know what i mean then yeah. he goes a weight class up and he still misses weight so i mean Listen, man, I really like him as a fighter. You know, I think he's a fun fighter to watch. I think he's a really good fighter, actually. But you got to fix those weight cut issues, dude. Yep, yep, yep. Fights on robbery, commentary, super buys, 327 insane. I agree. Uh, Ellis did a good job. Yeah, the, the, the announcing in that fight wasn't great. Um, this guy likes Jack Jenkins to be too. <laughs> Something with the Dan Hooker thing where so I guess he went back and listened to the beginning of the podcast. <laughs> so it was robbed. I don't know if it was robbery, but. It was close. I, I thought he won the fight, though. This week doesn't go. Comer just looks at betting lines. That's funny. Yeah, I saw the Brenner line was pretty high. I mean, it was it was more competitive than that line. So they, I think they definitely like whoever's doing is listening to the commentators. I mean, they get impacted by that. Whose stock do you think dropped most at two eighty four? Um, that's a really good. question. I always love this question from Marcus. It's always a great question. I'm looking at the card right now. Uh, definitely Porter. I mean, he was he had that win streak for a while, and now it's oh yeah, Tyson Pedro. I think for sure that would be Pedro, right? I honestly think, and this is not my opinion, I think for a lot of people, Islam Makashev, actually. Stock dropped? Wow. Yeah. Because why? many people think Volkanovski won. That's why I think. Yeah. It's not my opinion, right? I yeah, don't yeah. think like that. But I think many people do. You know, yeah, and I enough. don't agree with it. <laughs> fair enough. Uh, a couple of comments here. Um, yeah, all the shooter box fighters, they are, they, they are kind of similar, right? They, they really are. Uh, who should be next for Tafa? Um... 
whoever's like at the bottom of the roster. I mean, the guy lost to Jared Vendera. He's not even in the, the UFC. Like he's the, lucky he's still on the roster. The winner of uh, Josh Parisian against Jamal Pokes. That makes sense. The, we'll talk about that fight in the next uh, podcast here. Podcast, yeah. Gurum, Larky, he wants to, Larky wants to fight Patty. But yeah, I think Gurum's really great, by the way. Don't forget to be your stuff and fight Turner. That'd be good. Because uh, Islam looks a bit small. Both take that way. Yeah, but I don't know how much the stock dropped. I think everyone knows the fight was amazing. I don't know. That's just my opinion. Anyways, um, that'd be it for this podcast, guys. Let's just wrap it up here we're going to start another podcast in a second here we're going to re, uh, we're going to preview ufc vegas 69 but yeah it was really good to talk about this card with you marcel because my god what a fucking card like it really was one of the best of all time in my opinion and uh, i loved every second of it so glad that we uh got to chat about it man again guys you can follow me on twitter at m Adam martin marcel big marcel 24 follow him on twitter instagram podcast it's at emmyoddsbreaker.com you can uh listen to the podcast and watch it on youtube and then I want to mention this as well. You can always listen to the audio form. It's on uh, Spotify, Apple uh, Podcasts, anywhere, um, uh, SoundCloud. Anywhere you get your podcast, you'll, you'll find this podcast. So if you want to download the audio version and listen to it while you're like going for a walk or like working out or something, you can always do that too. So I just want to mention that. Um, we're going to start the next podcast in a minute, guys. Bear with me while I set it up. And we're going to break down USD Vegas 69. Appreciate you guys uh, joining us here on this podcast. We'll talk to you in a second. If not, we'll see you guys next Monday. Peace. <laughs>